Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. the bank at night final hour 610 sports radio 610sports.com with my guy nolan brooks i'm the sports machine sean levine helping out my boy bank here for a little bit filling in for him uh i remember when i played eighth grade football for harmony middle school my boy rudy convinced me to play rudy was like come on man we play backyard football every single day Backyard football, and then when you put on pads and play real football, even if it's eighth grade on the B team, totally different. Anyway, so I played, and the first game we played, I remember looking across the field, and for some reason, the B team had to line up against the A team, like, after the game. It was, like, a practice form, whatever it was. Like, they were just, like, taking care of the scrubs. And this dude had a beard, and not, like, a full beard. Like, a thick-ass full beard. I was thinking, what? I was, like, in eighth grade. When I'm watching this game right now, Nolan, St. Mary's versus Indiana, it feels like it's a bunch of 40-year-old men on St. Mary's. Are you seeing these dudes? Every one of them, like, they've lost their hairline. They've got full beards. They've all got dad bodies because they are dads, like, several times over. This guy's like Philip Rivers just came up. It's like, this guy has seven kids. How is that possible? They're probably all playing on their COVID year that they get for free okay, from the Okay, fair NCAA. enough, and they're all, like, transfers and came from other places and did different things, but... These look like some grown-ass men. St. Mary's, a five seed. Who knew? And they did beat Gonzaga earlier this year, and they are smoking Indiana, 57-33. That's it. I've changed my opinion. St. Mary's is winning the whole thing. San Diego State's beating Creighton 50-44 with 11 minutes left in the 8-9 matchup. Kentucky has retaken the lead. See, that's why you don't try to catch a Peacock. The Peacocks are now down. 66 to 62. I'd be surprised if somehow St. Peter's comes back and wins that game. Oh, oh, we got a good one. 61 60, New Mexico State over UConn. New Mexico State at the free throw line right now. 53 seconds left. It's madness, baby. And then earlier today, Gonzaga beat Georgia State. Baylor beat Norfolk. Tennessee beat Longwood. Longwood. Uh, Providence beat South Dakota State. Richmond, the upset of the day so far, took care of Iowa. Memphis over Boise. Michigan beat Colorado State. North Carolina beat Marquette. Uh, dude just made both free throws for New Mexico State. They're now up 63-60. to 60. So everybody likes to take that 12-5 matchup in their brackets. We've already seen one of those. Iowa got knocked off earlier today by the Spiders of Richmond. 
And it looks like UConn is in trouble also. 35 seconds left in this game. We'll keep you updated on it. They just turned the ball over. Now New Mexico State has the rock. Coming up later on, tipping off about 15 minutes from now in a 4-13 matchup, the Hogs of Arkansas. Take on Vermont. I don't know what their mascot is, right to tell you. Um, Murray State takes on San Francisco. Again, that's just a crazy-looking first-round matchup. I don't know why it just is. Murray State's 30-2. and two. They're legit. UCLA, Akron, and then the one we've all been waiting for. KU is a 22-point favorite, taking on Texas Southern. That tips off at 9 o'clock. So now you're all caught up. I will let you know what happens in the finishes of all the games going on right now and the ones that are about to tip off. Speaking of a little college basketball, Nolan, you got some beats for me? The people asked for it. Let's give them a Levine's list. Since the year 2000, so 22 years, 22 basketball seasons, these are the best Division I NCAA basketball coaches. Number 10, Rick Patino. Yeah, I know. The whole brothel thing and the whole sleeping with somebody that wasn't his wife in an open restaurant and all. I get it. We're talking about as a basketball coach here, not like morality. He wouldn't be top 10. I should do that list sometime. Top 10 most immoral coaches. <laughs> Patino, Petrino. There's a lot of them. Oh, Art Bryles. I better not do this. I'm get myself in trouble. Number nine, Jim Beheim. He's a great coach. This pisses me off that he won his national championship against my beloved Rock Chalk. Number eight, Tom Izzo. The craziest stat on Izzo to me is consistency. For any player that ever played four years at Michigan State, they went to at least one Final Four. So if you want to stay and go to a Final Four, just go play for Tom Izzo. Number seven, Bill Self. I love Bill Self, and I think he's done a remarkable job taking over for Roy. I don't think anybody thought he'd probably be this successful, or frankly, here still. I'm talking about 19 years since Bill Self's been on the sidelines in Lawrence. That being said, one national championship. I get it. He's been to a couple and a bunch of Final Fours and a whole heck of a lot of conference championships. New Mexico State pulling away here as this game's finishing up, but they're up 66-60 to 60 all of a sudden. UConn has the ball, but only 20 seconds left driving down the lane, and they're trying to hit a three because they need it, and they get it. So 66-63, 19 seconds left, and New Mexico State still has the rock. So if you've got UConn going far, you might be in trouble. Oh, did I say UConn? At number six, Jim Calhoun. How you like that? Jim Calhoun won not one, not two, but what, three national championships? Is UConn a blue blood? I mean, if you want to go by winning titles, they've won a whole lot more. Re- and and what's his name? Kevin Ollie won one, too. Wouldn't it? So wasn't his last title with Kemba? Yeah. Way back when? Yeah. Cardiac Kemba. But that wasn't that long ago. No, it was in 08 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so we're talking about, what, 12, 13 years ago. He had won one with uh, Khalid Elamine and uh, old boy with the that used to wear the mask. What's his name? Um, played for the Pistons forever. Richard Hamilton. Rip Hamilton. And then he won one in between. I think Emeka Okafor. I want to say his team won a national championship. Or it might have been Hashim to beat. Anyway, one of those big dudes won a national championship. And then Kevin Ollie won one just like five years ago. So UConn does their thing. Here's my top five best college basketball coaches at the Division One level since the year 2000. At number five, John Calipari. Now, if you want to say, well, what has Cal done? He's only won one national championship compared to guys like Izzo and Beheim himself. I would say this, and this matters. 
once his guys get to the next level, they've had way, way more success than Michigan State players or Kansas players or Syracuse players. Like, if you look up and down, that guy's had, I think it was like 15 All-Stars or something like that. If your goal, if you're, if, if I had a kid that was a five-star recruit that could play anywhere in the country, I'd send his ass to Kentucky. I mean, send him to Kansas isn't a bad idea or any of these other schools, but if I want him to make money and go to the league and be good, that's where he's going. At number four, Gino Ariema. Only problem I have with Gino in the women's game is for a long, long time, it felt like out of the top 15 female recruits in the entire country, like 12 of them went to UConn. And give him credit because he was able to recruit them there, but after a while, the balance of power, it just, of the 30 best players in the country, a third of them were at UConn, so obviously they were going to dominate. At number three, I mentioned his name a couple of minutes ago, Roy Williams. How many national championships did he end up in? Was it three or four? Dude had a bunch of them. And they all came at Carolina after leaving KU. It's pretty crazy because if you just take, of course, this list is best coaches since the year 2000 in college basketball. If you just take what he did between 2000 and 2003, two Final Fours in Lawrence, and then after that, 03 to when he retired last year. Mr. Roy Williams won three national titles. Pretty damn good. And then went to another one. So, goodness gracious. At number two, Pat Summit. Pat Summit was Tennessee basketball. Credit to Rick Barnes. I mean, he's turned it into not just a women's basketball program at all. I mean, that team could go out there and actually cut down the net to win the national championship. They are as legit as it comes. But Pat Summit, to me, the best women's basketball coach of all time. I think she was a better coach than R.E.M. I think R.E.M. was a better recruiter. And then at number one, Coach Krzyzewski. I mean, even though he did tell his fans last week when they lost to North Carolina, they're like, you could tell they were cheering like a, don't worry about it, cheer. Like, it's okay. You've done enough for us. We're all here to support you. Like, uh, and he goes, be quiet. Be quiet. Shut up. Just shut up. All right. Shut up. Like an old man sending back his suit. But he is the best college coach of all time. All right, lower the music so I can get my guy Dan on real quick. What's up, Dan? Hey, Sean, how you doing? I'll make it real brief. First of all, three things. Let's go, Jayhawks. Yeah. <laughs> Dominate tonight. And second, uh, Zach Grinke coming back, you know, should help the young young pitching staff out. All you got to do is just look at him. Because when he was here, Zach Grinke, he learned from Gil Mesh. Now he, it's his turn to teach the youngsters how to do it. And with the Chiefs, I, you're right, Sean. I think everybody's dominating. But, uh, you know, you know with the free aging signs, but they got to prove it on the field. With the you know Chiefs and the Chargers, you know, with uh, – Brand Staley going for it on on that Thursday night game. You yeah. know, that's what's holding the Chargers back. But I still say it's the Chiefs division to win. Take care of yourself, Sean. All right, Dan, congrats again on uh, winning that medal in the Special Olympics the other day, bro. That's sick. Um, I'll take the Grinky point because you made a lot of them like you always do, brother. Um, in, he was asked a question earlier. Maybe we can play the audio on the other side about being the leader. And he gave a very Zach Grinky as answer, which was like, well, I guess I could be the leader. I don't have to be the leader. Somebody else could be. Could be a veteran. Could be a coach. Could be slugger. He didn't say that I did. Maybe there's a good parking attendant. Maybe he's the leader. But I could be the leader. It was like not, yeah, I'm here to lead. When It feels like when James Shields was here, and as Dan pointed out, Gil Mesh before, like those guys wanted to be the veteran that was about to retire that helped the other guys come up. I'm not saying Grinky's not that guy. I'm just not saying he is. 
All right, games are going final. We have an upset. Holy crap, the Peacocks are still alive. I got to take a break, and I'll update you on the other side with all the happenings in the world of sports. It's Bink at Night right here on 610 Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo, St. Peter's is hit a three. They're up. St. Peter's is beating Kentucky. The Peacocks are beating the Wildcats. And that kid looks like Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Do you see that kid looks like? What a mustache. Wow. But he can throw that football over in their mountains too. Holy crap. I'm on the radio. I guess I am. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine, Nolan Brooks, 913-576-7610. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. All right, so that's not the upset that I was referring to before the break. This one is official. New Mexico State, the Aggies take out the Huskies of UConn 70-63. to So the Aggies move on. Creighton is losing to San Diego State, 54-48. to St. Mary's is still putting it on Indiana, 70-39. to But... With one minute and 18 seconds left, the St. Peter's Peacocks are beating the Kentucky Wildcats 69-68. to So we'll keep you updated on exactly what goes down there. KU tips off in about 45 minutes. There's a bunch of games about to get going. Vermont and Arkansas. Arkansas is a very underrated state. I don't know about the basketball team too much. I remember back in the day, Corliss Williamson and what was my guy's name? Hood. Derek Hood. Anyone remember Derek Hood? I think he might have been from Kansas City now that I'm talking out loud. 913-576-7610 on the text line because it's just you and me and Nolan, let's be honest. Uh, was Derek Hood from Kansas City? I watched a special the other day on YouTube on Corleone Young. Anybody remember Corleone Young back like in the Jerron Rush days? Anyway, now I'm getting off task. Arkansas and Vermont go at it. Murray State and San Francisco, UCLA and Akron, and then my Jayhawks take on Texas Southern and a 116 matchup that tips off on True TV because, of course, it does, right? Like when you're watching something about Casey Anthony and then Chris Watts, right after that, it seems like it makes a lot of sense that you would watch Texas Southern and KU basketball. So that's taking place tonight. 913 576 7610. I'm going to be very distracted because, one, I've got ADD. Two, Nolan's really good looking. I've got to look across the glass at him, so it's tough. And three, Kentucky's losing to the Peacocks, and I got that game on my TV. So Kentucky just shot a three, and they, damn it, it went in. So Kentucky's up. Kentucky's now up two, which means the Peacocks have the ball. I can't give you a play-by-play, but, you know, 
I'll do my best to keep you as updated as I possibly can. Let me keep you updated in the NFL. If you're just now tuning in, where you been? Devontae Adams, now a Raider, five years, $142.5 million. So Derek Carr now has a new wide receiver to mess with, and uh, that's a five-year deal. Green Bay gets back at first in the second rounder. The Peacocks put it in. It goes in. So now the game's tied up. Kentucky and St. Peter's at 20 seconds left. Kentucky's bringing the ball down. So it sucks you're driving around right now. You know, I'm sorry, but I'll keep you updated on exactly what happens here. 10 seconds left. Looks like Kentucky's not going to take a timeout, and they're going to try to either finish the game right here in regulation or perhaps overtime. So they kick it out and a fadeaway shot for the game. Ugly, ugly shot. Overtime. Kentucky and St. Peter's. Something tells me that I'd be surprised St. Peter's can hang around. You look. Good for you for hanging around 20 minutes with them, let alone 40 minutes. Can you hang around another five with a team that beat KU by like 50 at the Fieldhouse earlier this year? This would be as big of an upset as the tournament has ever seen as St. Peter's can somehow beat Kentucky. Kentucky's as good as anybody. Kentucky could have been a one. Kentucky, again, went to KU and smoked them like a snoop one. Wasn't even close. If St. Peter's can pull this off, I know that Virginia, a couple of years ago, lost to UMBC in the first round. They only won 16. But they're different 116s and different 15-2 matchups. This is different. This is Kentucky. And a year that they legitimately can win the national. They're not overseeded. If anything, they might be a little bit underseeded. So, wow. 913-576-7610. We were talking about college basketball just a minute ago. I was wondering what either makes you a blue blood or doesn't these days because it feels like everybody considers the blue bloods in college basketball to be the following. Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina, Kansas. I feel like I'm missing one. Who am I missing, Nolan? Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina, Kansas. Am I missing? It's got to be somebody I'm not thinking of off the top of my head, right? All-time wins, Kentucky, Kansas, Carolina, Duke. Anyway, it feels like you've got like those four. Probably I'm an idiot and forgetting somebody. And then there's that next group, which to me is like the Michigan States. feels like that's kind of where UConn lives. Why isn't Gonzaga there? What? Because they haven't won the national title? Is that what it is? Because they're in Spokane? Because they're a small school? Because they don't play football? Because you didn't know about them 20 years ago? Like, what is it? Because... If you want to talk about giving yourself a chance to win a national championship at any college sport over the last 10 years, Gonzaga's right at or near the very top. Again, I get it. They haven't cashed in and actually won them. They've done everything but it. What, three of the last four years, they've been the number one overall seed, including this year entering the NCAA tournament. So, to me, that's a blue blood. Is UCLA? I don't know. They used to be. Is Indiana, were they ever? I'm not sure. 913-576-7610 is the phone number. I'm looking at updated odds as far as football goes. I know I'm jumping back and forth here, but we got a lot going on, guys. We got Grinky coming back to Kansas City. We got the NCAA tournament underway. We got Devontae Adams with the Raiders. Odell Beckham. It's now all the way down to 3-1, to one, according to Odd Shark, that he's going to end up here in Kansas City. So, basically... It's two to one, two and a half to one that he's going to go back to the Rams. And it's three to one that he's going to end up here in Kansas City. And then there's a huge drop off to the next team. It's like 20 to one. So basically, it's a two horse race for Odell Beckham. He really could end up a Kansas City Chief. What does that do for you? 
Do you feel like if the Chiefs add Odell Beckham and you add him to a pass-catching core that has Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, by the way, no longer has Byron Pringle, for what it's worth. Byron Pringle signed about an hour ago with the Bears, uh, one-year contract, so he's no longer in Kansas City. If you were to add a guy like Odell Beckham coming off the knee injury, north side of 30, does that keep you up with the arms race right now that is the AFC West? Again, Randy Gregory, Russell Wilson, a couple of big pieces added to the Broncos. The Chargers not only re-signed Mike Williams, who for a minute looked like he might end up here in Kansas City, J.C. Jackson in the secondary, and Khalil Mack. So we're talking about big-time moves, a lot of money. And then the Raiders, a couple of days ago, re-signed Max Crosby, four for essentially $100 million. The actual numbers, four years, $98.98 million. It feels like he was trolling them. Like, I don't just want 98. I want 98 and another nine. What would that be? Nine, 98,000 or 980? Whatever it is, bigger number than I usually have to deal with. And then Devontae Adams, of course, also today, now a Raider, five years, $142.5 million. If anything, I wonder what Green Bay is going to end up doing with all these draft picks because now they've got their first-round draft pick. They've got the Raiders' first-round draft pick. Green Bay has... Two first-round picks and two second-round picks right now, plus they re-signed Aaron Rodgers. So they're not in terrible shape, although usually draft picks tend to not pan out at skill positions for a couple of years. Every now and again, they do. But most of the time, it takes a couple of years for those guys to get going. Is that going to coincide with Aaron Rodgers, who they just inked 100? It's weird that they gave Aaron Rodgers everything he wanted here. We need you, man. Even though we drafted a quarterback a couple of years ago, and it looked like for all the world, you were going to go somewhere else. But we'll pay you. We want to keep you happy here. Here's $150 million over the next three, even though we already gave you a $100 million contract a few years ago. You're still worth it. But we're going to take away your number one target and Devontae Adams. Kentucky has a two-point lead in overtime. We're one minute into overtime, so three minutes, 43 seconds left. Kentucky over St. Peter's in a 2-15 matchup, 73-71. to I feel like, remember when Kevin Harlan was doing both games at the same time? They go, which one are you doing? I'm done! Both. <laughs> uh, also, Zach Greinke, if you want to hear that clip, I'll play it for you on the other side because it just sounds like Zach Greinke just sounds very much like the Zach Greinke that I remember, which is cool. I was always a big fan of his, and he was a very unique character on and off the, the diamond. So uh, Greinke's back. The NCAA tournament's underway. Devontae Adams is a Raider. Holy crap, there's a lot to talk about. We got a half hour left. Nolan and the sports machine taking you home until 9 o'clock. I'll take your calls and your text. 913-576-7610. It's Bink at Night. It's 610 Sports Radio. All right. Minute 54 left. St. Peter's is beating Kentucky. 77 to 76. Kentucky has the ball, so we'll keep you updated on exactly what's going on there. St. Mary's all over Indiana, so that's Gekins over 77 47. Goodness gracious. Uh, St. Peter's just stole the ball, so they're up with the ball with a minute 20 left. New Mexico State just took out UConn 70 63, so that's 112 5 upset. San Diego State's up over Creighton's up seven, so it looks like they're in pretty good shape. With two minutes left in that game. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine, with Nolan Brooks. And St. Peter's just went up three guys on Kentucky. They just laid the ball in. So St. Peter's up three with exactly one minute left in the game. Who are the Peacocks? Wow. Timeout. Good. I need to catch my breath. Now we can talk about some other stuff. And then I'll go back to watching that and trying to host a sports radio show at the same time. 
from the 816. Sports Machine, good to hear you back on the radio. Don't forget the Raiders also signed Chandler Jones. Yeah, my bad. I don't know why I haven't mentioned that. So, uh, John Bones Jones' brother, Chandler Jones. Isn't that crazy? What an athletic fit. And Art Jones. That's their what? That Those are the three Jones brothers. Keep it up with the Joneses. Art Jones, Chandler Jones, John Bones Jones. Those are the Joneses. Anyway, Chandler Jones is now part of the pass rushing squad for the Raiders. The Raiders also add Devontae Adams, five years, $142.5 million. The Raiders also re-sign. I love Max Crosby. I think he's great. Four years, $98 million. So the Raiders are definitely a better team than they were a year ago. And I'm not trying to say the sky is falling. If you weren't with us earlier, I think these teams are getting in the rearview mirror, but not that close to the Chiefs. They're closer. They're definitely closer. And if the Chiefs don't make a move or two, then we'll have to revisit this conversation and say, damn, have teams actually caught up to them? Or are they really close, like tailgating them? I don't think they're there just yet. Clearly, the Raiders have gotten better. The Raiders also, and again, I'm not trying to scare you when I say this. Let's say the games versus the Chiefs go different than they did. Chiefs kicked their ass, but let's say they go different. Then the Chiefs go 10-7, and seven, then the Raiders go 12-5, and five, or whatever it was. That was the, there was a two-game difference in the standings is what I'm getting at. The Raiders weren't that bad. They got better today. It feels like the rest of the division has gotten really good over the last couple of weeks also. I should say week as free agency has come around. J.C. Jackson to the Chargers. Khalil Mack also. They re-signed Mike Williams. Randy Gregory goes to the Denver Broncos along with Russell Wilson. And there's some other moves, obviously. These are just kind of the big ones. And you look at the Chiefs and you go, all right. Did they bolster the secondary? Maybe. I mean, they did lose Traverius Ward. Kentucky puts up the ball out of bounds. They retain possession. 12 seconds left on the shot clock. They're down three to St. Peter's with 40 seconds left. I think Kentucky's going to hang on to the ball. By the way, KU tips off a little less than a half hour from now. They're a 22-point favorite taking on Texas Southern. Wow. A lot of stuff going on. 913-576-7610. That is the phone number. Let's get to some more of these texts. And Ochai we trust. Oh, hell yeah. Ochai's been so much better this year than I ever could have imagined he was going to be when he got to Kansas. I remember I heard, okay, this kind of local product. Speaking of local, thanks to all the people that texted me in about Derek Hood. Hood is from KC. Derek Hood went to Central, Central High. So I got a bunch of different texts. Derek Hood. Arkansas, but before that, Central High of Kansas City. But speaking of local products, if this KU team can cut down the nets, they might be one of those teams that you look back 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now that here locally, everybody's still talking about. Now, I know every time you win a national championship, they do, but I mean in a different way. I mean like in a Danny Manning type of way. Like, oh, that guy played at Lawrence High, and then he went on to KU and won the national championship. It just feels different. If your two best players both have Kansas City ties and Ochai Obaji, Big 12 player of the year, first team All-American, averaging 20 points a game and over 50%, he's been a stud. And Christian Braun, Brown, whatever, from Blue Valley Northwest High School, just like your boy, like 15 years before. But whatever, it don't matter. We both went there. We're both Huskies. 913-576-7610. Goodness gracious, there's a lot going on. All right, so Kentucky has the rock, 
but they're down three, 40 seconds left. UCLA Akron tips off in 15 minutes. San Francisco Murray State tips off in five minutes. Vermont Arkansas tips off in five minutes. Earlier today, Carolina. St. Peter's is about to get the ball, by the way. That ball goes off of the Kentucky mm-hmm. player's thumb. You can see it go off of his thumb. His thumb bends down. I want to agree with you, but don't forget, an hour ago you told me that Zach Rinke once played for the Mariners. <laughs> right? That happened, right? Oh, it definitely happened. <laughs> okay. It's recorded in okay. podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hell no. You have the power. You're the executive producer. You can make that executive decision. You don't even look like a dumbass or more than you already do yourself. Just cut that out. It never happened. Uh, Carolina beat Marquette 95-63. to Michigan. Some of these seeds I look up, I'm like, I thought I paid a lot of attention to college basketball this year. I didn't know. Colorado State was a six seed this year, 25 and six. Really? Boise State? I bet every single night, and I'll bet on random ass West Coast basketball. I paid no attention to Boise State. Apparently, they were 27 and seven. Richmond beat Iowa in the upset of the day. Iowa, a lot of people's kind of sexy pick to make a run to the Final Four. Oh, by the way, that was also the team that was supposed to get in KU's way. We haven't even talked about that. I was in KU's bracket, and remember, it was supposed to be, uh-oh, what happens when KU faces Iowa or San Diego State? Well, San Diego State, let's see what they're doing. They're playing right now. They are, oh, okay. So that one's dicey, too. Oh, my gosh. Okay, San Diego State's up, too, on Creighton with one minute left, 62-60. to 60. Creighton's gone nuts here in the last couple of minutes. St. Peter's has the ball. They're at the foul line. They're up by three with 30 seconds left over Kentucky. Have you all ever seen a peacock take down a wildcat? I mean, I think the answer is no, because, well, could that even happen in the wild? Is a wildcat a real thing? Anyway, it's about to happen. Free throw rattles in. They're up four, bro. Nolan, this is going down, dude. I think this will be the biggest upset in tournament history. I think this is a bigger upset than Virginia. Pull up a list for me, if you could, of the 15s that have lost to twos. Because I think so. 15s that have beaten twos? Yeah, of course. The list for 15s that have lost to twos would be too damn long. Come on now. 81-76. They make the free throw. Kentucky has the ball. 25 seconds left. I wonder if they're going to go for a three. They're down five. They do go for a three, and they nail it. All right, so it's not over yet. This game's been nuts, dude. 21 seconds left. Calipari looks like he's about to have a heart attack on the sideline. So does whatever the Peters coach name is. All right, you ready for this crazy number here? Yeah. Only nine number 15 seeds have ever reached the second round of the tournament from 85 to 2021. Number two seeds were 135 and nine against 15 seeds. Give me the nines. I wonder how many I can remember because we're at a break here in the Kentucky game. Uh, Kentucky, the reason we're talking about it is Kentucky's a two seed, and they're down 81-79 in overtime to St. Peter's, just to keep you updated. Also a two-point game. Creighton is trailing San Diego State. Timeout San Diego State. I'll keep you updated on that one. 30 seconds left. So less than 30 seconds left in two different games right now. It's March Madness, baby. Uh, 62-60 San Diego State over Creighton. 81-79 St. Peter's over Kentucky. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm born ready. Richmond beating Syracuse in 1991. On Walls, I remember it. Santa Clara defeating Arizona in 93. Steve Nash. State defeating South Carolina in 97. 
Hampton defeating Iowa State in oh, 01. Marcus Pfizer, yeah. Lehigh beating Duke in 2012. Norfolk State that, beating Mizzou in oh, 2012. Yeah. Florida Gulf Coast over Georgia yeah, Town City. 13. Middle Tennessee over Michigan State in 16. Don't and then it. Oral Roberts over Ohio State uh, last year. All right. 913-576-7610. Yeah, to me, of all those that you just read, like Iowa State had a great year, cool, and Michigan State's – we're talking about Kentucky here. We're talking about Kentucky. And when Kansas lost those early games, Bill Self, early on, they were like, what, three seeds? They weren't They weren't a two. I don't remember them being a two and losing. You never read their name just now. Free throw, good, 20 seconds left. Not good as Kentucky players are already crying on the sidelines in a three-point game. So we need you, kid. Wipe your damn eyes, Jones, and get in there. Uh, second free throw, also good. That kid looked like the best free throw shooter of all time. That thing didn't even hit the net. St. Peter's is going to win this game. They're up by four with 15 seconds left. Kentucky has the ball. She doesn't know what to do with it. Kicks it out for three. Dude shoots it, misses. Now there's only nine seconds left. Rebound St. Peter's. This thing's over. Seven seconds left. St. Peter's is up on Kentucky. Yo, 83 to 79. St. Peter's is about to pull off what I think is the biggest upset in NCAA tournament history. Seven seconds left. They're up by four. Two-point game in San Diego State versus Creighton. I got to take my final break of the show on the other side. We'll tell you what happened in all these games, and then we'll polish off what's been a wild two hours here. 610 Sports Radio. All right, we'll go ahead and take time this last segment to get you caught up on everything that's going on so Kentucky just lost to St. Peter's and a probably what I think is one of the biggest college basketball upsets of all time I mean who the hell has ever heard of St. Peter's I keep saying the Peacocks only because I think it's funny because I never heard of them I didn't know there's a D1 mascot called the Peacocks I don't even know where they where they were where's St. Peter's Nolan probably Florida see probably Florida is the best answer you can give me I'll take the field. I don't know. Do I get every other state? I know it's not Kansas. I know it's not Missouri. Besides that, I don't know where it is. Figure it out. At this point, if we're going to spit it out there, find out where St. Peter's University is. Anyway, the Peacocks win 85-79. to Creighton locked up in a tight one with nine seconds left. 62-62. Creighton and San Diego State. Stay classy, San Diego State. Jersey City, New Jersey. <laughs> At least you threw out an answer. You could have been like, I don't know. At least you guessed. That's my. That's how I play Jeopardy. I play with people all the time. They're like, dude, you're an idiot. You've missed 20 in a row. At least I tried. At least I threw out an answer. Hey, guess what? I have a bracket that's 100% correct. No, you don't. You Looking don't at to, it right here. No, you don't. You're telling me you took St. Peter's to beat Kentucky. Yes, I have one right here. With Bull. Baylor winning the whole thing. Bull S. No, you don't. What are you talking about? Okay. Let me update. You had New Mexico State over UConn? Yeah. You had St. Peter's over Kentucky? Yeah. You had St. Mary's over Indiana? Yeah. Gonzaga, that was easy. Baylor was easy. Tennessee was easy. Providence was easy. You had Richmond over Iowa? Yeah. No, you didn't, dude. I swear to God, I'm looking <laughs> at it right now. Memphis over Boise. What's this on? What's your bracket on? The ESPN app. How many did you submit? 
I mean, I filled out like 15, but this no, is still, one of them. Why? That's impressive. I don't care if you told you yeah, 150. I filled out 15. This is one of my smart brackets. I don't know what that means. What's a smart bracket? Where I actually put time and effort into it. Did you, does it tell you how many people still have a perfect bracket? No, but the last tweet I saw was like 500,000 something, and that was after Iowa lost. So okay. it's way, it's probably even less, way, well, way less now. Way, 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 way less. Like of those 500,000, you can knock out 460,000. You can knock out 400. Why did you bet against them? Why would you take the Peacocks? There was zero reasoning behind it besides I need a good upset pick for the 116, the 215s, the three. I needed a good one out of that. And I thought, you know what? Why not? That's okay. So Creighton San Diego State goes into overtime. It's been a great first day of the tournament. Great first day of the tournament. Vermont and Arkansas underway, 8 8 early on. Um, let's see what else we got tipping off. San Francisco and Murray State. That tips off in about 10 minutes. Akron and UCLA tips off in 15. And the, I feel like UCLA is overseeded. I'm not saying they're a bad team, but overseeded. A four seed? They didn't earn a four seed going 25 and 7 in a very weak Pac 12. And then my Jayhawks. Well, I guess fair enough. KU went 28 and 6, which by typical number one standards, that's good, but not unbelievable. And they're taking on Texas Southern coming up at 9 o'clock. Wow. All right. So we got all kinds of crap going on. 913 576 7610 is the phone number. From the 816, quit hating on Jersey. I ain't hating on Jersey. I currently still watch the Jersey Shore with my girl. I wish I was lying, but I'm not. Pauly D and JWoww, Snooky. What's my boy's name that I like? Vinny. Big Vinny guy. 913-576-7610. That's the text line. That's the phone number. We got like five minutes left. I still can't believe that happened. I also... I also still can't believe that you have a perfect bracket, but you are flashing me your phone, and it does look like you do have a perfect bracket. So that's crazy. I literally think, dude, how many people originally does it say were in? You told me that half a million people had a perfect bracket after Iowa lost. So after you would think a couple other upsets have happened, there's probably like 200,000, let's call it. If not less. Maybe let's call it 100,000 for the sake of math. Yeah, probably. But then after Kentucky lost, I think that that's going to take it down to – uh, there, there's maybe ten thousand. Maybe, maybe you think you're one of ten thousand people in the world that has a perfect bracket. Maybe. Let me look. Let me. Let me. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm agreeing with you. If anything, I think there might be like, dude. I think you might be one of like a thousand that has a perfect bracket because it's not like. So how many of the lower seeds have you picked right so far? Okay, so you had Michigan an eleven beating a six in Colorado State. I think a lot of people probably did that. That was the most picked uh, yeah, low that. seed. Richmond over Iowa. I don't think a lot of people had that because Iowa's been white hot. I don't know why you would have picked Richmond. Like That's some funny business going on over there. And then let's see what other higher seeds. I think a lot of people probably would have thought St. Mary's was maybe ripe for the picking. They smoked Indiana. And then you had St. Peter's over Kentucky. You also had New Mexico State over UConn. Vermont's up five on Arkansas in a 13-4 matchup. You got Vermont? I do. 
No, you don't. I swear to God, man. Do you really? Yeah, Vermont. Yeah, pick Vermont. What if you're the last person in the world with a perfect bracket? Do you get something? I mean, the grand prize is like $100,000 <laughs> oh or something. The, there's no way it's going to stay. Okay, well, you're so confident it's not going to happen. Can I get 20 grand if it does? <laughs> Come on, dog. Five grand. A grand. A grand. I give you a grand. Do you know? Do you know how much rent that that would pay, man? Yeah, I know. That's why I need it. <laughs> I'll think about it. I'll consider Dude, it. No, I want to yes or no because you might actually do this. <laughs> what? Okay, Creighton, San Diego State. That game's in overtime. Tell us, Miss Cleo, who's gonna win that one? It's sixty-four, sixty-four. Who you got? Hold on. Let me go back. Hold on. This My is, app's freezing. This is important. Because they're updating all the matchups that are finishing. How and do you know it's off the top freezing. of your head at this point? There's like five games left, and you've picked all these crazy stuff so far. Anyway. All right. Devontae Adams, speaking of crazy stuff, now a Raider. He signed a deal like two hours ago at this point. Five for $142.5 million. Green Bay gets back a first and a second. I had San Diego State, by the way. So they're going to win. So I don't even tell you what happens, because that game might not be over. It's in overtime before we get off, but... Just consider the Aztecs won that game because no one told you they did. Uh, the Raiders in the last couple of days, they got Chandler Jones. They got Devontae Adams. They re-signed Max Crosby. The Los Angeles Chargers got J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack, re-signed Mike Williams. And then the Denver Broncos got Randy Gregory in a weird set of circumstances. And they got this quarterback named Russell Wilson. I don't know, man. I don't think there's a better day on the sports calendar than this one. I When, when we came in tonight, <laughs> I got my notes in front of me. My original plan was to talk about the KU game that tips off five minutes from now. So I guess I'll spend the last couple of minutes talking some KU basketball since I spent no time talking KU hoops at all because Devontae Adams is now a Raider, because Kentucky basketball got knocked out, because it looks like Maybe Odell Beckham would be the best choice for the Chiefs right now, according to Odd Sharky's 3-1 to one to land in Kansas City because Nolan got a perfect bracket somehow, which is just insane to me. Like, this is, I feel like it's a bizarre world the last two hours. Let me keep looking at the app because, again, it's updating like crazy. So. No, I don't want to jinx you. Oh, Zach Grinky is coming back to Kansas City? Like, <laughs> yeah, what big news, man. Your head's probably spinning it right is now. Spinning. It's only a two-hour show. I could do two hours in my sleep. It feels like... Uh, do you ever, in college, I used to go out really late at KU. Like, I'd go out at, like, midnight I lived on Mass Street. So I'd literally watch an NBA doubleheader on, like, a Thursday or Friday night, and then I'd pass out for an hour, and then I'd wake up. But my body always felt really weird because everybody was outside. They were all drunk. I was sober. I just got done sleeping. I just got out of the shower. It was always a really weird feeling. That's what I feel like right now. I feel like I'm sleepwalking doing this radio show. Like, you're telling me in the last 24 hours, Devontae Adams ended up in the division – Zach Greeky ended up back with the Royals, and Kentucky lost to whoever the hell the St. Peter's Peacocks are, and you might be one of the final people, Nolan, with a perfect bracket in the world. It's just hard for me to imagine all that. <laughs> Whatever. <sighs> I better get going before my head ends up exploding anyway. Oh, this is absolute crap. Listen to this. What? So it updated the app. I definitely had Richmond. It updated the app and said I took Iowa. Really? Then you did. So it says a hundred percent, but the only one on there that's wrong is it says I took Iowa. It's but it says you're a hundred percent. It says a hundred percent. They'll figure it out then. It's I think you're good. I think uh, you're, it says hundred percent, but it also says you took the wrong team. I I take the percentage. I think you're good. 
Look, I babe, hope so. Honestly, it's not worth bitching about unless you can actually make a little bit of money. It's fun to talk about on the radio, but what does it get you in life? Like you're nowhere. not. This is not nowhere. There's a lot of basketball left, man. Sure, sure. Uh, San Diego State up two because no one told you they would be sixty-eight to sixty-six. Now I'm questioning everything you've told me though. Vermont's up thirteen to eleven. He says that that uh, thirteen seed's going to beat us. Uh, is going to beat Arkansas. New Mexico State won a twelve-five matchup earlier today, but the big one. Well, we thought was Iowa going down earlier today to Richmond, which Nolan may or may not have picked, but just a few minutes ago in overtime, St. Peter's, the Peacocks take out Kentucky 85-79. to My Jayhawks are 22-point favorites coming up over under 145 and a half. That game's been moved back now. That game is in Fort Worth Arena at Fort Worth, Texas, I should say, at Dickey's Arena. <laughs> Love me a good pair of Dickey's. KU, Texas Southern, tips off now at 9.30, which is perfect. Get out of here. Go get me some chili from Wendy's. Be at the crib. Let the dogs out. I'm a lazy boy by 9.30, bro. And I'm going to lay the 22 with KU. I feel good about it, not great, only because this has been a wild, wild day for basketball. We still have day two tomorrow. To me, it's the best couple of days on the sports calendar. Thank you to all of your phone calls. Today, thank you to all the people that texted in. Thank you to Nolan Brooks. Thank you to the Peacocks of St. Peter's. That was wild. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. Filling in for Jay Binkley. Doing the same thing on Sunday morning. So, I know it's been a while since I've talked to y'all. It's good to be back. Filling in a little bit next week also. Right here on 610 Sports Radio. Good night. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.